The following Art Trap production has been made possible in part by subscribers like you. Drop the sonic device. Isn't my day, is it? Even the sonic screwdriver won't get me out of this one. Use this. What's that? Sonic screwdriver. Never fails. There we are. Neat, isn't it? This can function as a sonic blaster, a sonic cannon, and a circle and fold sonic disruptor. Doc, what you got? Uh, I've got a sonic cannon. Oh, never mind. What? It's sonic. Okay, let's leave it at that. Disruptor, cannon, what? It's sonic. Totally sonic. I am sonic to all. A sonic what? Selected Doctor Who related news stories delivered sonically to you. The Sonic News Driver is back for Earth Date, Friday, the 23rd of October, 2009. This is Louis Trapani, and this is a Freaky Friday edition of the Sonic News Driver. More on the significance of that some other time. Now let's cut the chit chat and get to some Doctor Who related news. Take a glimpse of the new TARDIS interior. Yes, it's all been well and good that we had known that the TARDIS interior was being designed, redesigned, remodeled, and uh, what it may entail, we had no clue. Now, there's a clue. <laughs> As is the case now, the Doctor Who production team can't seem to shoot anywhere on location. It seems that without anyone taking a photo of them shooting on location... <laughs> it's the 21st century. What are you going to do? You can't have a close set outside. As much as I love exterior on-location shooting, sometimes I wish that, well, perhaps just until uh, the new episodes come out, that they can shoot in studio in a closed set without anything leaking out so that we could be completely surprised when we actually see the first new episodes of the Matt Smith series. But that's not the case. I, I, I Like I said, I do love on-location shooting, so this is the... The, the risks that you take. And there's some shots of the latest location shooting from the 21st of October. Someone by the name of uh, Scooty Boy made such photos available on his photo bucket page. The photos capture a couple of things, but the most interesting of them is a rear projected TARDIS interior on the famous blue police box. Now this is used on location for shooting when, uh, you open up the TARDIS doors and you can see the interior of the TARDIS. Now, we all know that the police box that they used on location isn't really bigger on the inside as it is, you know, in the television series. So they get around this by shooting a a rear projection shot of the interior of the TARDIS on the back of the panel, on the back um, screen, if you will, of the TARDIS. So when the doors open, it looks just like you're seeing the TARDIS interior inside. Although it's only a sliver of the new interior that can be seen, it's definitely remodeled. The color scheme is the same as we are familiar with since the series came back, but what we can see is what looks to be a staircase that's going to another level. Other photos depict, outside of the TARDIS I'm speaking of, other photos depict a shadowy alien figure in a cemetery. The shots were taken on location at the Luano Church, if you haven't seen it yet, check it out at thegallifrandembassy.org or pachak.net. Both will bring you to the same place. And you can see that shot of the TARDIS interior along with a link to 
Scooty Boy's photo bucket page with other shots there. David Tennant is up for a BAFTA Scotland Award. David Tennant has been nominated for the 2009 BAFTA, that's the British Academy of Film and Television Arts Scotland Awards. The BAFTA Scotland director, Helen Anderson, announced the nominees for the BAFTA Scotland Awards 2009, taking place at the Glasgow Science Centre on Sunday, the 8th of November 2009. It celebrates the best of Scottish TV, film, and multimedia. For his work playing the lead role in Doctor Who, David Tennant has been nominated in the male acting in TV category. Along with other nominees, Robert Carlyle from The Unloved and Bill Patterson from Spanish Flu, The Forgotten Fallen. Russell T. Davies calls for champions of children's TV. The person responsible for bringing back Doctor Who to television and launching the children's television series, The Sarah Jane Adventures, warns that children's TV is bearing the brunt of the current economic crisis. But every area of television is suffering. Things might look bad now, but in a few years, just five or six, this will look like the golden age. The situation demands champions and action and radical thinking, end quote. He goes on to say that people should not feel embarrassed by programs they loved as a kid. Quote, when the right program finds the right child, it is literally mind-expanding. Children should have the best food, the best air, the best games, the best books, and of course they should have the best TV, end quote. Speaking of the Sarah Jane Adventures, the latest series, Series 3 of the Sarah Jane Adventures, is now underway. It is being shown on Thursdays and Fridays. That's two episodes a week, which is quite fitting since the series is a two-episode format. By that, I mean each episode or each story takes two episodes to tell, so each week has one complete story. Last week, it started off with the first out of the gate, which was The Prisoner of the Jadoon, which features the return of the Jadoon, which first appeared in Doctor Who, the series opener, in 2007. David Tennant and Elizabeth Sladen Radio Times cover dumped. According to an article appearing in the Daily Star, the two lead performers, respectively, of Doctor Who and the Sarah Jane Adventures, both of which will be pairing up in an upcoming Sarah Jane Adventures story next week, starting on October 29th and the 30th, were to appear on the Radio Times cover along with K9. But the cover was dropped without any word on what will run in its place. According to this article, a Radio Times spokesperson said, quote, We do many different shoots in advance of publication and can never guarantee any one will be used, end quote. Blue Peter says, design your own TARDIS console. The children's series Blue Peter is offering viewers age 6 through 12 a chance to design a console for a TARDIS. The winner will have its design built and featured in the new series. How it will be featured is unknown. It obviously cannot be the Doctor's new console because they've already begun shooting the new series. Edward Thomas, Doctor Who's production designer, advised that it shouldn't be designed too technical and it should not be very finished. Instead, it should have a lot of character with a mixture of old bits and pieces. We need to make sure it really feels as if the Doctor put it together. 
This pretty much explains the console, how it looks since it's come back to television in 2005. Doctor Who and Tortured comes to on-demand international iPlayer. Good news, everyone! We finally may have a way to watch episodes of Doctor Who and Torchwood using the BBC iPlayer, even outside of the UK. But according to this article in The Telegraph, executives say that global audience should be prepared to pay $10 for an episode. For an episode! <laughs> Luke Bradley Jones, who heads BBC Worldwide Digital Operations in the U.S. and managing director of BBC.com, told Paid Content that the global iPlay would enable business to raise its prices. He said, quote, millions love Torchwood and would probably pay 10 bucks an episode rather than 2 bucks." he said, referring to the price ceiling imposed by iTunes. This comes right out of the Telegraph. I'm not making this up, folks. <laughs> you can get it in iTunes for $2 or through the iPlayer for $10. Now, furthermore, it states that it would not show the BBC's domestic iPlayer content because of international rights clearance required for it. Now, what does that mean, folks? Does this mean that we're going to get old stuff? Old data on the, uh, I mean, we're talking about, like, not current episodes as they come out, but instead archival stuff. Stuff that may already be out on, as it was eluded, through iTunes or through DVDs. And they're going to be charging 10 bucks an episode for that when you can get it all on a, on a DVD or $2 through iTunes. Well, um... I'm sure there will be some that will be paying $10 per episode. Um, this isn't exactly what we had hoped for, but it's progress, I suppose. Well, be sure to catch episode 165 of Doctor Who Pachak. We reviewed Tom Baker's final closing regeneration story, Legopolis, plus our thoughts on the passing of the esteemed Doctor Who producer, Barry Letts. Catch Doctor Who Podshock on its feeds or go to gallifreyembassy.org or podshock.net for all of your Doctor Who Podshock needs. And speaking of needs, don't forget, you need some Sonic gear. Support this podcast and get some Sonic gear in terms of shirts, mugs, and the like, sporting the Sonic News Driver artwork. Get your podcast swag at arttrap.com. Dot com or sonicnewsdriver.com. Both will bring you to the same place. And check out the link in the store section. Hey, I was just recently at Blogworld and the New Media Expo 2009. I want to thank you all those that were there that met up with me attending Blogworld and New Media Expo last week. And aside from Dr. Upachak, Hitchhiker's Guide to British Sci-Fi, and of course, the Sonic News Driver being represented there. Also there was Chad Vader. <laughs> if you don't know Chad Va Chad Vader, check him out on YouTube. He was there, in fact, on the showroom floor, plus um, took part in the closing keynote address. Well, that's going to wrap things up for this Sonic edition of the Sonic News Driver. Thank you for listening to the Sonic News Driver. Send your Sonic feedback to feedback at sonicnewsdriver.com. 
This is Louis Trapani. You can follow me via Twitter at twitter.com slash Louis Trapani. Visit arttrap.com for more on this and other podcasts. This has been a production of Art Trap Productions.